My name is Yemi, and I'm here with my co-host, Philia. Hey. And welcome to Treading Treading Faith. Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast surrounding open discussions on faith and relationship. Philia, what are we discussing today? We are discussing the seasons of parables, where we take a closer look at the parables of Jesus and put a current take on it. And which parable are we covering today? The parable we'll be covering today is the parable of salt and light. That will be taken from Matthew 5, verses 13 to 16. And this is from the New King James Version. But you can feel free to use any version that you like. And Jesus says, You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled under by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Amen. Amen. Thank you for the reading, Philia. Now let's get into it. All right. There is a lot to unravel here. First, there is the parable of salt and then the parable of light. So what is your take on the parable of salt? Okay. So when I think about salt, I think about salt as a seasoning and... (laughs) Salt and pepper. (laughs) Salt and pepper. (laughs) Like your food always needs salt and pepper. Always, yes. And mm-hmm. and at this time, this is um, when Jesus is giving his sermon on the mount, and he's pretty much telling people like, how do you get into the kingdom of heaven? And specifically with the parable of salt and light, he's talking to his disciples on how they should be in this world, and to be salt. For me, is to season everything. Is mm-hmm. to make everything tastes better. And so that's what I think about. I think about being a follower of Christ means that you're making everything better. Mm -hmm. Like you get into the situation and you bring your Christ-like perspective, you add your flavor, you add your Christ-like flavor. So that's how I think about salt. That's really interesting. I like this idea of you saying that um, it's like, putting seasoning onto um, onto everything that you've been given. Because you're right, when things are bland and things are dry, it's so hard for you to appreciate it, so hard for you to taste it. But when it's seasoned, that's when you want more of it, right? So, <clears throat> so the salt, like when he says, but if the salt has lost its flavor, with what will it be salted, right? So if the word or if 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 life has has lost its flavor, then what more can we want? How can we go about doing it? So I like that idea. I think that is very true. I do agree with you that everything that you do, you need to add your flavor to it in order for it to be enriched, in order for you to be to it to be appreciated. You know. So go ahead. I think I think I think that's really good. I like that. 
I agree. I agree that in any situation that you enter, you put your own spin flavor on it. So I'm going to call myself adobo, right? When I come into the room, I'm the adobo, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe there's salt and pepper there, but I I have, I'm a mixed seasoning and I come with a little bit of things, but part of my mixed seasoning is my Christian attitude Mm -hmm. and my, uh, my attitude of gratitude. And I think especially at work people always say oh it's so nice to work with her work with with yemi she has a great attitude um even in the most trying situations and i think it's because of my christian faith and my belief and and how i want to present myself in every situation it became from trying to do that to actually being that like i became adobo Right. I wanted to be that adobo seasoning and I became the adobo seasoning. And if if the room didn't have adobo, it'll probably be bland. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It'll probably be, Mm -hmm. you know, that soup that you get from like the supermarket and you're (laughs) still adding everything to it. That's what it would be. (laughs) Putting a twist and making it your own. Right. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting that you're the adobo. I'm on the other hand, opposite. You know, for me, hot pepper, hot pepper, (laughs) spicy. But, um, you know, it's interesting because for me, I think that I used to be the adobo and some other seasoning and some accent and some, I used to be too much, right? So I think I've learned to rein it back because I felt like, I feel like less is more. And you can just see the real meat. So for me, I think I'm just the salt and pepper now, right? So I take everything with a grain of salt. I still make it my own, but the way I prepare it and the way I prepare everything and the way I come in, people are like, really? That's only salt and pepper? So for me, it's like, it's like, how could that only be salt and pepper? But I'm like, it's true. That's all I have. Ooh, I love that. I love that. Like you can come into the room with just your Christian faith Mm -hmm. and that's enough, right? Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to be extra. You don't have to people please, right? right? If you are following the tenets of the Bible, if you are producing the fruits of the spirit, right? All things are good. I love it. I love <laughs> all it. All things is yes. your love, your patience, your faithfulness. Like you're all these things. I love that that you you don't need to be adobo anymore. Okay, maybe I need to strip out the the, the extra stuff in adobo. I just want to be the salt, right? And you know, and God calls us to be salt because He wants us to season everything. He wants us to bring our Christianity to to everything we're doing, because we're not just Christians on Sunday or whatever day you practice the Sabbath or whatever time you're, you're reading the word or listening to the word. You're a Christian all the time. All the time. That is your, your, your coat of arms at all times, you know? Exactly. And um, it's, it's also the idea that it's not just about your Christianity, it's about your way of life because religion causes so many problems. But when your way of life is rooted in God, that is always straight and the narrow and you can't, you know, avoid any other issues because, because God got you, God, God has got your back. So Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. Awesome. So in, in hearing that, you know, because in this parable, it talks about salt and light. Mm -hmm. What do you feel? What is your take on the parable of light? So I think it's the same thing, right? It's the same thing about being, being in this world. I I actually think the parable of salt and light is about how we as Christians, followers of Christ, behave in this world. 
one, you bring that Christian salt to everything to season. But also, besides bringing your Christianity to every situation and, and, and expressing those fruits of the spirit, you on your own stand out. You on your own shine. And that's because no matter what you're doing, people are watching. Right? People say your kids are always watching, but whoever's around you, they're watching. They remember how you make them feel. You know, they see you, they they interact with you. If you have interactions, what what is the thing that someone is going to remember about you? Now, if you are light, you shine, right? People will remember that you made them feel good, right? You you had a problem, someone solved it for you, or you were feeling down and someone gave you encouraging words. These are the things that people will remember about you, even if they don't remember your name, because they will see you as light in the darkness. And that's why the parable says, don't hide your light, right? right? Like you don't put your lamp under your bed. You don't, under you don't, bowl. under the bowl, right? right? Like you right. don't, you don't you don't dampen your light you right. let it shine so honestly i think it says don't be ashamed of your christianity ah, don't be ashamed point. to be a christian don't be afraid to do good deeds because people will judge you or right. people might say things because as you mentioned religion can bring bring a lot of problems Sometimes when you openly say that you're Christian, people are looking for things they to nitpick, to right? Like nitpick, you're right. Christian, but you're doing this. Right. You're doing. I remember. I mean, I'll say I know that I've said multiple times at work that I'm a Christian, right? Mm -hmm. it, it may come up in conversations or something, or I might say something about church or whatever. But I, <clears throat> I talk about my my Christianity. Right. Not like every chance I get, but if if the occasion calls for it, I will mention it. Mm -hmm. And people get so afraid to curse around me, and I mm -hmm. and I always think that's funny because I'm like I curse all the time. <laughs> okay, I don't curse all no, the time. I'm talking about for me. I say all the time. So, so I mean, I'm cursed, but that doesn't it doesn't take away doesn't from, take our, away from our, your, our Christianity, right, and exactly. that's the thing that people put put on because of the religion, right? They they kind of box you into right, this right. idea of what you're supposed that to you be. you can't be human because Right, you're because a you're a Christian exactly. or you're, you're, supposed, you're supposed to follow all these right, rules. Right. Yes, are there some rules? Yeah, yeah. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, your soul. Right, yeah, rule right, number one. Right. Rule number two, love your neighbor right. like you love yourself. I mean, yes, there are rules, but we're not in a box. We're not succinct and we're not all the same. We're oh all different. God. God made us that way and he loves us the way we are. Right. And we're all growing, right? Like some things will pass away that we won't do again. Mm -hmm. And some things are, 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 are part of our personality that are meant to stay. But people will look at you as a Christian and and try to dim your light, right? right? They'll they'll say you can't do this because you're Christian, or they say, "Well, I thought you were a Christian. You're you're uh, you're drink. I see. I saw you drink alcohol, right. and I'm like, uh, didn't Jesus turn water into, into wine? wine? I right? mean, For hello, hello. <laughs> I'm pretty sure all they drink was wine. I don't even think they drink water that much, <laughs> exactly. right? Back in the day, they had a lot of wine. Right. So, right. I mean, you know, it's not like we out here swinging from chandeliers, right. but the idea of what a Christian is makes people recoil from being Christians. It's been distorted, I think. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and stereotyped, you know. And and I, I like that idea when you mentioned about being the light. You know, let your light shine. Don't be afraid. Own it. You mm -hmm. know, have ownership of who you are and what you are because you are made in the image of God. Mm -hmm. So that is your light, you know. And 
we make mistakes all the time, mm-hmm. but we also know that we can get back up and continue on our path and continue to shine, you know, and God will not judge us for it because he knows our heart, you know? So I think it's important because when you think of coming into a room, you know, your smile brights up, you know, the place or the things that you say can lighten someone or, or make them feel better. Or, you know, you just, just adding a little more to someone who is down at the moment. That is what you, what makes you so unique. That is the thing that we have that, that, people almost want to gravitate towards. People always want to gravitate towards the light, right? So for me, I feel like coming into Ooh, a room- I love that. Yeah, people, right? It's like moths. Like we're all out there, always want to gravitate towards the light. So so if, if you find that in yourself and you know that you have that light of God, you just own it, man. You relish in it. You smile in it. You bathe in the light because that is life. That is life. You said two things that are really, really, really important, Philia. I think um, one, when we let our light shine, our Christian light shine, people are drawn to it. And as followers of Christ, one of the things that we should be doing is calling people to Christ. And sometimes mm-hmm. we're we're not going to be the ones on the train, like you, getting preaching, preaching or, right. standing out on the corner, right. handing pamphlets. I mean, there's a role for everyone, but some of us are not like that. Some right. of us are a little bit more introverted or have a different approach, but just you being a situation and someone says, well, how come you're positive? You can say it's my faith. How, how did you get through this? God, right? People see that light of God makes them want God. And that's the point. They're supposed to ask you about your faith. They're supposed to ask you about your Christianity. It's supposed to draw them in. Like, what is this light that Philia has? What's going on? And when you tell them, yeah, you can have it too. God gives it freely. They may move towards Christ. And that's what we want. I mean, there's rejoicing in heaven every time a soul Amen. is one. And Amen. so being a light that that attracts people is part of the oh, job. The job exactly. It's part of the description of being yes. a Christian. And the second thing was about being human, right? Mm-hmm. Like we make mistakes. God is forgiving. And I think it's important that when people try to call you out on your Christianity, you let them know that you serve a loving and, and forgiving, forgiving God. God. And Amen. just like he forgave you, he can forgive them, them. right? Like God forgave me. He can forgive you. There's nothing too big or too small that he can't forgive. Whatever you're holding onto or harboring, he will let you feel free. You can be that yesterday is yesterday. It's a new day, new beginning. I'm making all things new, right? right? That's what, that's what you get from Jesus Christ. Everything new, right? You can forget about your mistakes and we're human. So we make mistakes. And you think God doesn't know that? Why do you think Jesus was here? He was trying to get the 411 on the people. Right. He was like, what's up with humans? Exactly. What is up with us? Yeah. Right? Yes. He encountered us. Right. He 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 engaged with us. Really he learned. He us. felt like us. Right. So he knew. Firsthand. He first knew hand. what yes. we were up against. He right. knows what this world is like. Right. And he says there will be trials and tribulations. But guess what? Yes. He, has, he overcome has overcome the world. Them. Yes. I mean, yeah. if this is not like the pinnacle of like how to be a Christian, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like how to be, be a Christian salt, one be light. Be salt, be light, right? I love it. I love it. Right? I and love it. and 
know that you can you can make mistakes and it's okay mm-hmm. as long as you can acknowledge the mistakes that you made accountability you ask god for forgiveness and work and on work them work on them right you good yes you yes. good Woody. yeah you gucci <laughs> gucci i got you you gucci <laughs> i like that god got you you gucci <laughs> i love it i love it sis. that's that's awesome so um that's the word man we we have to be the salt and be the light um, I think that is really important to own your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Just own it. Stop, not about the religion. Religion is there to serve as a foundation. It gives us the word, but you could preach religion all day. If you don't walk in that faith, then it means nothing. Ooh, ooh, that is just like yeah. the last parable, right? Because yes. like if you you go in, you're in a religious institution and the word is falling on shallow ground yes. or it's yes. falling on a, a ground with, with thorns, right? Like it's not Choking producing. The life of right. right. It's right. not producing. It's not producing. Absolutely. So you I'm not, I mean, this is not against any religious institution because mm-hmm. I go to church. Mm-hmm. Um, but is are you growing yeah. in that setting that you're in? Right. And if not, you need to find you a need place. To move on and swipe left. <laughs> yes. Yes. Swipe left. <laughs> find a church where right. you are being fed, fed spiritually. spiritually. What they call spiritual nurturing. Spiritual nurturing. Your mind, your spirit. You're doing works and you're actually practicing, practicing right? Like, yes, don't let the important. words fall on your ears and then the next day you're doing right, something, right, right? Right. Because I remember when I used to think about like um, going to church and I'd be light and light, and you know, I'm in my car and I'd be like, hey, look, I start, you know, with my, my road rage, like right after leaving church, hung, hung. you're like, man, I just left it. Like, what happened? Right, right, I messed right. up, God. I messed up. I'm already angry. I'm already messed up. I, I gotta go back. But you know how God is good? <laughs> that was him working that out on me. My like the Holy Spirit was like, Did you just leave church? Right. right. Like he was calling it to my attention, right? right. Just like anyone else can call it to my attention. Didn't you just leave church? Look at you acting like that, right. yelling, yelling at it people, puts things into perspective, flipping people right. off, cutting people exactly. off, like all kinds of things. People were like, Didn't right. you just come back from church? Right. And it, it 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 grounded me because I wanted to do better. Right. And I asked God to work on me. And I'm a lot better. more patient. Absolutely. Some people get in a car with me and they don't they don't even believe it's me. Right. That's God. I've seen, I've seen that growth. It's awesome. Thank you, Philly. Of course, my love. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, sis. We are here to support each other and show that God loves us all. Mm-hmm. He loves you too. He loves you. We are praying for you. We want you to be the salt and light of yes. the world. We want you to season everything. Season bring everything. bring in that Christianity. Bring your flavor to the table flavor. of God. Yeah, maybe Ooh. you might be cayenne pepper, but remember <laughs> when you get to fill your stage, you just salt. Uh-huh. And I'm just su- salt and pepper. People are surprised. Like, like you did all that with just salt. With just salt? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because God. Because God. Yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. Amen. Amen to that. All right, sis. Well, salt and pepper. No. Salt and light. Salt and light. To be salt and light. To be salt and light. 
Yeah, be the. We want you to go out and be the salt. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're not watered down. Yes. Um, that you are bringing the flavor. That the flavor is not overwhelming you. Yes. Like the waters of the world are not overwhelming you. No. That you are overcoming, just as Jesus has overcome. Mm-hmm. And that that you don't hide your light. Right. No. That you that you in your celebration of of Christ and the good things you do will be a testament of Of who who. God is. And people will see that and they'll gravitate to you. They'll gravitate towards the light. God is the light. You are made in the image of God. So you are the light. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today on the parable of salt and light. We hope you enjoyed the discussion. And before we wrap, we have a few announcements and then we would like to close in prayer. First, we would like to announce that we will be back next week with another podcast on the parable of the sower, which can be found in Matthew chapter 18. We are, we are also excited to launch our first YouTube live discussion, which will take place on Wednesday, January 12th at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Our YouTube channel is Treading Faith, which is also our Instagram handle. Please check out our IG page for updates. Lastly, our podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google. You can follow us and share with friends, family, colleagues, and neighbors alike. Now let us join together in prayer. We believe in the power of prayer and specifically praying the text of the Bible because according to Isaiah 55, 11, God's word would not come back void. And our prayers are strengthened in numbers. So we ask that you come in agreement with us for this prayer. Lord God, our father, we honor and bless your holy name. According to Matthew 18, 20, when two or more are gathered in your name, you are present. We welcome you and we thank you for your presence, not just today, but continuously in our lives. Father, you have called us to be salt and light on this earth. May we never lose our flavor and may we always shine brightly with your love. John 1, 5 says, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Oh, Father God, we bless your holy word that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness does not overcome it. Many of us struggle sometimes with feeling alone, feeling sad, feeling depressed, feeling like we are in darkness, but we know that your light has overcome the darkness, that we just need to lean on your word and feel comfort and safe and feel like all things are made new, feel like there's another tomorrow, a new day where we can bask in the glory of your love and in the sunshine of your light. John 8, 12, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have light of life. Oh, Father, we thank you for giving us these easy instructions that we just need to follow Jesus to walk in the light of life. Oh, Father God, I pray for the blessing of life light and life over every listener today. Oh, Father God, I pray that you 
enter into their lives and show them the way to go. Show them the light. Oh, Father God, see them out of the darkness if they may ever feel it. Oh, Father God, not only show them that you are the light at the end of the dark tunnel, but that that light radiates from within them and that Whatever they have overcome, they can be a walking, living testimony to any of any and anyone who may struggle with their own darkness. Oh, Father God, we thank you that when you said, let there be light, there was a light and that light will never be put out. Ephesians 5, 8 says, for at one time you were in darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. We thank you, Father God, for blessing us to be children of light. Psalms 119.105 says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Oh, Father God, let your word emanate from within us and let it be a light on our path. Let it be a lamp on our feet so that we know the way to go, that we know how to be good stewards and good disciples and good followers of Jesus Christ. So that that light may never be dim, that we may not hide our faith, that we may shine wherever we go, that people will see the love of Christ in us, the love of Christ that we expel from us, that we show towards one another, towards our friends and foes alike. Oh, Father God, you have helped us overcome any pain and any suffering that we may have in our days knowing that your love and your grace is sufficient for us to overcome. We bless you for that gift. We bless you for that glory. We thank you, Father God. Proverbs 18, 21 says that death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. Oh, Father God, we are talkers, oh Father. You know that you have put words into our mouth and sometimes the devil puts words in our mouth too. Sometimes those words are of anger, are of jealousy, of malice and strife and sadness and sorrow. Oh Father God, but we wanna speak love and joy because the power of life and death is in our tongue. And we only want to speak speak life. And we only want to shine light. Oh, Father God, allow your words to seep into our mouths and into our heads. That when we make expressions and words of our mouth, that we are speaking blessings into the lives of others and blessings into our lives. Oh, Father God, let that be the flavor of the words that we say in every situation, in every conversation, so that everyone knows that it is your love, that it is your light, that it is your glory that emanates from within us. Psalms 119, 130 says, the unfolding of your words give light. It imparts understanding to the simple. Oh, Father God, it is that simple that love and light can be understood by all, that it doesn't need to be overcomplicated. It doesn't need to be overexplained. that, Father God, you give us the simple words to express your love to give us the simple words to express your light, to give us the simple words to overcome what is in this world that holds us back. Oh, Father God, let the words of our mouth 
be light. Let the words of our mouth un impart understanding to all those who hear. Let it be an example of what it is to be transformed by you, Father God. When Jesus said that he's making all things new, when he said he is the way, oh, Father God, that is not words that are empty, but words filled with light and love. The words that came from his mouth that said we would never thirst if we drink from him the living water. Oh, Father God, let us repeat these words with confidence so that when we speak to one another, when we fellowship with one another, that, that we continue to impose these words of love and, and these words of life that makes a new thing happen in those who we speak to that their lives may be transformed. Let us never muffle our words of love or light. Let it always be pronounced boldly. Let it always be on the tips of our tongue. Let it be the first things we say, oh Father God. And if there's anything negative living in our mouths, oh Father God, we rebuke it now in the name of Jesus. We cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus. We wash ourselves clean, oh Father God with the love that you have given to us, with the grace you have given to us, with the mercy you have given to us, so that our words give light. Colossians 4, 6 says, let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each other. Oh, Father God, if we just walk in your light and practice minding our words, we will know how to speak to one another in love and light. Even in those tough and difficult situations, the words that will come out of our mouth will be love, love and light, not of anger, not of sorrow, not, a, not in defense, oh, Father God. Those are not the words we want to speak. We want to speak power. We want to speak blessings. We want to speak love and we want to transform everyone to see that there is light, to remove those who dwell in the darkness into the light, to show them your joy and show them your peace and show them your love. So let every conversation we have be seasoned with salt. Let it be seasoned with the salt of graciousness. Let it be seasoned with the, word, the salt of kindness. Let it be seasoned with the salt of joy. Let it be seasoned with the salt of hope. Let it be seasoned with the salt of love. Let all these things ring true in our lives. Let us help us with the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit minister and work in us so that we can continue to be good stewards. Oh, Father God, this is not a, 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 a right away transformation. This is a transformation that takes time, but we thank you, Father God, for your patience in us. And we thank you that the Holy Spirit is going to continue to work in us so that we can be transformed, so that we can be examples of who you want us to be, so that we can bring your kingdom into, into this world as, an ex as a vision for all those we will not hide our light. We will not muffle our seasoned salt, oh Father God. No, we will glorify your name and we will speak in the love and light that you have given us. We thank you for these gifts, oh Father God. We thank you for your love, oh Father God. We thank you for your mercy.
Matthew 18, 19 says, if at least two of us agree on earth about anything we ask for, it will be done by our father in heaven. So I ask you all to come into agreement with me in this prayer and say amen and amen. Let these words ring true in your mind and your heart. Let it, let it plant seeds so that we can all be a work in progress of, of light and love. We want to be examples to others. And we thank God for the transformation that we can be walking, living testimonies. We glorify you. We give you honor and we thank you. In Jesus' precious name, we pray and we all say amen and amen and amen. Thank you all for tuning into our podcast today, Treading Faith. And we look forward to talking to you in the next one. We love you. Bye.